Hello, everybody. We are back officially, not for season three, but to consistently continue our season two of Reading My Writings, where <laughs> the Reading My Writings podcast, where we explore the imagination of a younger me. Well, hello, everybody. I'm this Jordan Hansen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm McKay Nielsen. And Welcome. I'm Jordan Hansen. Welcome, yes. Why'd you repeat it? I don't know, just in case it didn't get got cut off. I don't know. Sounds great. Thanks. Um, well, welcome back, everyone. We are we are continuing it, it back. Yes, we are. Man, a lot of uh, exciting news like? in the world, I'm sure. Sure. Like what? Jordan, I've lo- I need your help. I don't know what to do anymore. Oh, what do you mean? I forgot how to do a podcast. Oh, that's okay, honey. No, I'm just teasing. Um, welcome back. Um, to another part of Kevin, the Polygamist E.T. Lord. We're getting there. We're, we're almost, I would say we are at the climax type of thing, or the pre, the pre-climax. Are you, are you, the rising action? Oh, well, if you want to get all snippy about it. Yeah, the rising action. <laughs> I, I was try, just trying to be funny. No, that's, Like a yeah. pre-climax, because that's obviously not a thing. No, that makes sense. At least that, that, uh, phrasing isn't right. a thing. Um, so yeah, let's pull it up. Um, we'll Can you give do, us a recap, though? We'll do a bit of refreshing, as thank, I was going to say. Thank, and, you, thank uh, you. We'll get into it. Where we last left them is they finally escaped from the cave um, with the help of a Zekanake. It turns out that the voice that Marty was hearing in his head was one of the 13 E.T. disciples by the name of Etelio. Very close to what Jordan guessed. He explained that there is a ritual Kevin wants to perform... And for it, he needs Marty's bones and all of Sadie's blood. Oh no! Which means she'll die! That bomb was dropped, the, you know, the identity, they escaped, but then they were met with a threatening voice. Who could it be? Well, it's a, it's an E.T. of some sort. Presumably the one that had been chasing them, uh... Or had, you know, followed them into Phobia Forest. So we will continue from there. Alright, let's get into it. We are going to read Chapter 9. Unlikely Help. Resources from the Planet Kaon. Let's do it. Marty and Jason were stunned. They had just managed to escape the cave. And now they were face to face with another one of the 13 disciples of Kevin. She did not look friendly. How did they know that it was one of the 13 disciples? Um, good question. Uh, so I think it's because Italia said one of them, or, you know, you're fine, go to Phobia Forest, they won't look for you there, and then he's like, oh crap, they are going to check Phobia Forest after all, it's one of the 13. Go to this cave um, to seek refuge, like, to hide. Dang, they've got some really bad luck because... Uh, I remember Kevin talking about, like, number 57 or 58. Like, there used to be tons, and now the, like, top of the top are after them. That's true. It's it's a it's a high-priority mission now. <laughs> he thought he thought they could handle it, but when they, you know, didn't kill Marty fast enough, he, he, he wasn't having it. But, yeah, like, now the 13, the top 13 are after him. Like, yeah, back at the beginning of the story, there was, like, number 197... And they were very easily disposable, if you remember. Oh, no, yeah. He was throwing them away like Cheez-Its that fell on the ground. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
Exactly like that. He didn't bother to blow on it. Didn't take into consideration the five second roll. He just threw those mm-hmm. those zits away. <laughs> I I see why they don't abbreviate cheese its to zits. Yeah, that makes sense. But it kind of sounds cool. Like, pass me a couple zits. No, not <laughs> cool. Yeah, you can't get past the it being an actual zit. That sounds gross. Um, but yeah, from Italio, Italio said. Crap, okay, they are heading towards that direction. Itimzo stepped... No. <laughs> what do you mean, no? No, that's... No. You don't like it? <laughs> Is this for the southern lady? Yeah, why? I don't know. Okay. Itimzo? Okay. It's really hard to make, like... Not that they need to be feminine, but it's really hard to make feminine-sounding E.T. names. Well, you didn't do great with Itimzo. <laughs> it, it might be from... Here, let me look. Let me look at the original, because these were originally, all 13 were originally named. I only tweaked a few of them. Let me look. Yeah, it was Itimza. So you can you can blame the younger me on this one. Um, I did change quite a few of the names to actually sound, co- you know, better. But Itimzo, no, uh, she remained the same. Mm. <laughs> Good, I'm glad that's the one constant. What, what, if you could offer a suggestion of what it could be, change to what would you what would you suggest well on one hand i like praising you because it's like it's a very masculine name for this feminine character i don't think that's what you were thinking you were doing when you renamed them but like that's pretty transgressive transgressive Uh, no like in a good way is that the right word yeah oh it sounds like a transgression or like i did something wrong no in like a transgressive way is like going against what is the norm oh, okay. for something that is thought provoking. Is Itimzo thought provoking? You know, maybe, maybe not. I mean, we'll let, let uh, the historians debate that. <laughs> the historians, yeah. Um, if we were going more gender normative, maybe like an Eteria or oh. Eluria, like something Ia, like A is a very feminine ver- like yeah, sound. Yeah, I mean, look at Spanish, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is my Spanish. Speaking to that. But like, ah. (laughs) Yeah. That makes me think of the ladies. Well, because if we're following the... Well, because all of your your other uh, ETs have O's, I think. Italio, Etoxio, Etrazio, E... Yeah, you're right. Those are three examples of male ETs that have the O. Yeah, so So, I mean, if we're just following that pattern and ah would have been what I was expecting. But maybe you were. Maybe you were trying to be breaking that norm yeah maybe we i mean we can give me the credit now and uh <laughs> yeah good job let's just give me the credit and you know like continue um but i that said i am excited for some norms i did intentionally just for you know fun and yeah whatever you'll see um so she did not look friendly Itimzo stepped forward making the boys cower in fear she wore a yellow dress with flowers on it a scarf Bracelets, a ring, and a little black hat with a white ribbon. All eight of her fingers were glowing. Not as E.T. fingers normally would, like at the tips, but they glowed with a bright, intense energy, and it was then that Marty knew that they were in trouble. Yeah, they have eight fingers. Cool, huh? <laughs> yes, that I, was I, the, I that had was to the, count. That was the interesting bit from that, yep. What was the interesting bit to you, then? That they were all glowing? Is that oh, not no, that is unique, cool. That is, is that cool. not no. a unique thing to her? Yeah, because like usually it's just like one finger at a time. 
I guess we don't know if like the like outside of my story. I guess we don't know if ET's fi- all of his fingers glow. It was only like his pointer. I'm mm-hmm. I'm assuming the same one each time, right? If we were to guess, probably the same one each time. It's an interesting thought that could they all glow, or he just chose that one at that specific those specific moments. <laughs> what? Sorry, just the you we're wa- getting, waxing we're getting really... waxing philosophical yeah. about. Isn't it interesting if they all could glow? Like, well, yeah, is it like what is what is the feature? Is what are, it opens up a whole new <laughs> perspective on it. Yeah, it sure like, does. Like, what is, what is the evolutionary standpoint by which the ET finger glow? Occurs? No, I don't think there is one. There, they don't. Because he used it what to show affection? Like, what mm. is there? Is there a use beyond that? I mean, that can't be what it's for. On. I'm not to... saying inside my book. I'm saying in the Spielberg. No, the I know actual that. Spielberg movie, I know, not no, the Spielberg that. movie. In this, I mean, okay, let's think. They were plant people. They yeah, they're botanists. They're botanists. Their stretchy neck and stretchy bodies helps for like getting the different angles of plants and stuff. Yeah, and one one Twitter user theorized that uh, the gravity here on Earth is what made them so stout. They're actually a bit taller and stretched out. Isn't that an interesting thing thing to think about? You know, really, you know, you know how they're like all saggy and like their meat is like <laughs> their meat. <laughs> you know what I mean, though. They're like meat is like all collapsed and like, but then the neck can just like extend. Yeah, like that could be an yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what you were saying? No botanists. I was, yeah, how do you try- think it has a botany? Yeah, I was trying to think of like. Is there some sort of photosynthesis component to the finger oh. that helps plant grow? Or yeah, maybe it has similar effects uh, as rays of the sun. Yeah. Um, so because yeah, he does make he does make plants regrow. Right. I mean, one plant had like a symbiotic relationship with ET and Elliot, and it died. Yeah. And then when they got healthier, it came back to life. That's anyway, <laughs> interesting glowing fingers. Right, she's got eight. Let's see what this means for our characters. If it means anything. <laughs> yeah. Gripping his folder tight. Remember that folder? Remember that useful folder we we wrote in? Mm-hmm. Marty stuffed it into the back of his pants and tried to stand his ground. He and Jason had defeated one of the 13 before, and they could do it again. They would. They had to. For Sadie. Italio, some help, please? Marty thought. But the voice was silent. Marty and Jason were on their own for this one. Itimzo brushed a lock of blonde hair from her eyes and grinned. Oh, you poor things. You ran off into Phobia Forest? Don't you know this place has all sorts of plants and creatures that'll kill you? I almost feel sorry for you. Stay back, you alien thing, Jason warned. We have a Zekinek on our side. And it can weigh up to a hundred pounds. Why does he know that? Because he, he, that's what uh, Marty kept telling him like over and over again. It's like, that's what they're known for is that they're super strong. Why is that like? But he's uh, quoting it wrong. Oh, they can lift a hundred pounds, right? Yeah, they don't. So here's the Marty. Jason, no, they're Zekinakes and they lift a hundred pounds, not weigh a hundred pounds. Wait, what did he call them? Zekanek. Zek dash uh dash neck is what Jason called them. They're called Zekanakes. 
Controversial opinion, but Jason's name is better. <laughs> Zeknek does sound cooler. Yeah. It's that rhyming, huh? I think it's because... Why I originally named them is because it. I want it to sound like... Or it, it needed to be like Snake. Because they're kind of snaky. I mean, they're more caterpillary, but they're snaky as well. But you're right. That's a Zekanek is cool. Itimzo blinked in surprised, then looked down at the Zekanek that had helped him escape. It wiggled cutely. Then, she raised a foot and stomped the Zekanek into a gushy brown pulp. No! Jason screamed, wincing in pain at the death of their newly made friend. You'll pay for that, you jerk! So, in a conversation you had with me, you were wondering what would happen to the Zeknik. You had told me that you hoped that she just killed it like that. Yeah, got my hope, got my dreams, got my... It's accomplished. Yeah, it's a... What do you what do you call that trope? The kick the kitten? Yeah. Yeah, that's the... She's kicking the kitten, so to speak. So Jason... That didn't make Jason happy. Guess he's got a soft spot. Itimzo chuckled in her southern drawl. Those things are poisonous and deadly. Why do y'all care if I squish one or two? Rabbit sensitive. Marty grit his teeth. This E.T. was a jerk, but she definitely had a trick up her sleeve. Each one of the 13 disciples possessed a unique power, and she had yet to display hers. Even with the dreams and the contents of the E.T. folder stuffed in his pants, he had no info on her other than her name. And the fact that she has a unique power, I guess. Where did he pull that from? No, he, like... It's a running theme with the 13 that they all have powers, you know? When did he get that info? <laughs> she, are you really gonna... Okay. Is Itelio's telepathy? Yeah, yeah. And Itrazio's is fire? Yeah. Okay. So, yes, logically, we as the audience can come to this conclusion. Logic- I don't think... Log- logically, or somewhere not said in the book, you're right. It. He learned it. <sighs> no, say it, go ahead. No, that's fine. I just think, like, it's con- some convenient timing for <laughs> Itelio to cut out or him not to mention that. And he just mentions a bunch of other garbage. Yeah, like, so what do you think? Do you think there's something behind that, maybe? Yeah, Itelio's a bad guy. Yeah, that's Jordan's... I think he discussed it in his theory... Uh, what was it? Ham Heavy Theory of the Week? No, wait, what was it called? Ham Heavy? <laughs> Ham Fist... No. Hail Mary. Hail Mary. I was close. Mm-hmm. Had a ha in there. Mm-hmm. You're close. That's right. Yeah. So what is? I, I bet Mark. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> he had no info on her other than her name. It was unfortunate. Italio, hello. We might die here. Where did you go? Marty thought. No response. Itimzo squished the Zekanek's body some more, making a nasty squelching sound that made both Jason and Marty cringe. She was doing it to mess with them. Time for pain, kiddos! Itimzo giggled. Then she shot a laser out of her finger. The beam zoomed out and hit Jason in the arm, burning through his t-shirt and skin. Ow! Jason cried, grabbing his injured arm with his other hand. Marty, what do we do? So there's your answer. She has uh, laser beams. So not cool? No. Nothing impresses you. What the f- That don't impress heck? me much. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting. Wait, you want her to be water? Do you want lightning? <laughs> no, what? Do you want earth? <laughs> I don't want an element. I don't- Yeah, it's not an element. She has laser fingers. 
I don't know what I wanted. I don't know. I guess I just wanted something... What, you want her to be a healer? I could do that trope. <laughs> I could do the female healer trope. She could just heal her wounds instantly. No, you're right, you're right. Mo- no, you're you're fine to not like it. No, I, I, I was just... She was can just... have laser beams as long as the next ET has some sort of power that's not, um, like, projectile-based or, like, oh, okay. offensive. Is that because you consider two of them to have projectile-based? Yeah, like, fire and laser beams are, like, pretty similar for me, like... Uh, really? Yeah. Huh. So, I don't know, I was hoping for, like, kind of a fun, like, oh, she... But I wouldn't want her to have, like, the only not offensive power. So, that's what I'm saying, the next one. Okay. The next one well, should have something that's, like, I don't know, illusions or... I don't know. Okay, that's a good... No, that's good. That's my That's hope. good feedback. Um, I don't think you'll be disappointed, but let's continue. Okay. Normally, Marty would be just as scared as Jason in this moment, but as he looked at Jason and remembered what Jason had found in the cave, he couldn't believe their luck. The Kaonite was going to be the key to victory. So they... It better explain what Kaonite does and why it's important, because I still don't know why. So, if you'll remember, that uh, Jason found a weird rock in the cave when he went to go look for maybe an exit, something to help. Yeah, I remember how they got it, but oh. I don't know what it does yet. Yeah, we're gonna... Yeah. The better. Jason, use the rock you found to deflect her beams. That ore is highly reflective. So I think this is a win for me in terms of my predictions because I think the ore is kind of now serving as um, the kind of weapons that I said that they would have to collect Mm. in order to become uh, on par with the ETs. Okay. So... Yeah, I think that's a chalk it up for another win in my book. <laughs> you're you're gonna put that in your cap, huh? Oh yeah, no, that's, I that's think, your win. Yeah, I think there's <laughs> a lot of lot of good predictions I've made and have come true. So use it. So there. So in top on top of the the ore being highly valuable, which was why it was originally told to be kept. Um, it is also highly reflective. Right, right. Jason looked at Marty, wincing from the pain of her first laser. Trusting his friend once again, he nodded and pulled the rock from his pants. He held it with both hands, as if it could shoot beams of its own. Um, I think it's like the size of a... Because I had to fit in his pants. I don't want to say baseball, because that was too small. I think it was like, slightly bigger, like a grapefruit? Dang, that's still real small. Yeah, I mean, they're... It's, a, it's their only hope at this point. Dang. Itimza looked from Jason to Marty, then back again. She guffawed. <laughs> Y'all are funny. A rock ain't gonna save you from my mighty lasers. Here, have another carrot top. Which one's carrot top? Uh, Jason. What? <laughs> what? Is she not aware of Canite's properties? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Uh, Jason, or Marty said, use that rock. And she's like, what are you gonna do with a rock? Has he not pulled it out? <laughs> Did it say pull it out? What I'm saying is, why isn't she shooting Marty? Because she likes she likes that Jason's in pain. He's he's whining. She wants to make him suffer. Okay, but then she sees Kay and I. The only thing that can reflect her. She's 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 too big for her britches right now. <laughs> Jordan, it's not good writing. Sure, got, she's got a gun. One person has a bulletproof vest. The other person doesn't. She's like, hey, she doesn't. Hey, hey. <laughs> she doesn't yeah. <laughs> she pointed her finger at Jason again and shot forth another laser. But this time, instead of searing through Jason's flesh, 
the laser beam collided with the Kaemite gem and immediately deflected back into Itimzo's left eye. You done goofed. Oh my lord! You fames! Itimzo screamed, her hands going to her neutralized eyeball. She stumbled backward, and then something crazy happened. Her left shoe heel snapped on the ground, and Itimzo stumbled backwards, falling flat on her face into a group of plants. A scream of agony pierced the dark skies. Marty and Jason shared a glance, then looked back at Itimzo. They had deflected the beam just as Marty thought, but her pain was far from over. <laughs> you might not like me. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm saying to Jordan. Mm. You might not like me. Before their eyes, Itimzo's body began to expand, and her whole body began to lift from the ground like a disgusting balloon of meat. Her head bubbled as it filled up more and more. Her fingers grew to sausage size. Her body thickened. She floated higher and higher into the air. She was now at least ten feet high in the air. Her face was even more grotesque than it was when she was just a regular E.T. It changed and shifted. Her whole body did. And then it could take no more. Pop! Itimzo exploded in a giant splash of green juice and shredded clothing. Bits of her rained from the sky, speckling the blue-colored dirt, changing its cyan. Is that how it's pronounced? Yeah. Her hat fluttered to the ground, and her scarf tangled in the branches of a most unusual mushroom. Wait, mushrooms don't have branches. <laughs> that, that's funny. The boys shielded their eyes as bits of goop and green fluid splattered around them. Ooh, the rain is perfectly timed right now. Yeah, it is. Think of that as he tims his goop. If you oh, can hear that, goodness. listeners. Yeah, it's raining now. Could you imagine? I want you to imagine. Um, you're playing a video game, right? <laughs> and there are these 13 bosses or things that have been hyped up that are the the strongest <laughs> the, the most elite of their kind the, these are your only obstacles really um and it's you see them you see that they have these powers and they shoot one attack at you you press it was a quick well, time technically she shot two okay she shot two uh and there was a quick time event where you just had to click one button you clicked a it reflected back and the boss was defeated how do you feel? <laughs> well, to be fair, the quick time event didn't do it. She she broke her heel, and she fell into a, a into a danger. You're right. It's worse. You you press you press A. It hits them, and they walk towards you, and then they just die for some other unex other reason. Well, wouldn't you call that subverted expectations? <laughs> what isn't that a, a element of surprise? Weren't you? Are you not surprised? Just disappointed. It was hinted. These plants. Do you remember their name? They were the D's. It's fine. I'll, we'll get to it. No, you're... Oh, you're funny. <laughs> and then it was done. Itimzo was no more. Holy bleep, Marty. What just happened? Jason exclaimed, putting the K-Knight back in the back of his pants. Marty walked forward to where Utimzo had fallen over, and confirmed it. Danger Delphiniums! 
Marty gasped. Italio told me to watch out for those flowers. He said they would kill us if we even brushed them. What luck! So, to counter your, your criticism, how are these children supposed to realistically defeat strong things if not for the help of freak circumstances or allies just as powerful as the ETs? That's on you. you what do you mean to, that's on me? You were supposed to give them a way to do that. I just did! Yeah, it would have been great if the laser, reflecting laser beam, like, they had to keep reflecting it a couple of times or something. <laughs> that was their way to defeat them. But I... I, their, I a, a freak accident <laughs> in the environment is not how they defeated them. <laughs> but I, I flipped it and went back to the original... The humor where no. the ETs just go. Could you imagine? Could you imagine <laughs> just, like this? Just grisly, stupid death. No. Could you imagine if it was like it's uh, Hermione, Hermione, Ron, and Harry in the the like Devil's Plant thing, and they solve that by not by like intelligence or like a sun spell. It's oh, there's a crack in the window that just happened to open up accidentally and kill all the plant. You're you're. That's not satisfying that an accident... Give them... like I, yeah, It was a I, bit of Fargo. Yeah, that does happen in Fargo. It's a and bit of silly. It's a bit of fun. When it, when it happens in Fargo, though, it's like a comeuppance. It's like they kind of deserved it. It's kind of the... She karmic. came out of nowhere. She's like, y'all are going to pay. Yeah. And then she breaks her heel. <laughs> yeah, but we haven't set this up. This would have been great for like... We if I did a, set it up. No. The Delphinium. No, you better watch out. <laughs> you can't. That's you better not, not fall. <laughs> Stop. Because if you do, you'll blow up like a balloon. This kind of karmic accident Fargo-esque death would be great for somebody like if Italio betrays them. That kind of karmic accident towards them when if Italio thinks he's going to get away with it, but then accidentally like dies okay, somehow. Yeah, like, I see what you're saying. Yeah. This, this, car- like, yeah, I agree. They need to, there's not a great lot of ways for them to defeat these are characters. You, are you more just upset that the Etimza didn't get more screen time? The, the part of that, yeah. Like, it just literally was like a paragraph. <laughs> you asked, you wanted it to be fast paced. Okay. You said we're getting a little slow. No, yeah, you're right. I'm glad it's, ha- I'm, pa- I'm glad it's picking up the pace. And, and like, yeah, I do wish they had a different way of, of fighting these things. I wish you would have given them some sort of. We haven't even really explored Marty's yeah. ability. It seemed like he had a danger sense of some sort. So maybe that could have been explored with like him saying like to the right, and like he knows how to like dodge the laser beams, or like yeah. he's like put put the thing like put the rock in this thing. That's where it will be. Or he's like give it to me. I, I'll know exactly where the laser beam is going to be. Mm, like okay. that could have been his power because like I, yeah, you've given them something so they could do sure something sure yeah. I just know that in another book I did where there. I had younger characters fighting like these unstoppable villains. You criticized me like, how are they supposed to do that? They just beat them by flipping a couch over or something. Or what's like, that? Which, well, let's not get into it. But <laughs> in another book, some characters like outsmart them. Remember, there's a ghost character that can make himself like. Oh and, yeah, no. And no. then they like use the the couch to go through him and it hits the guy behind him and you were like oh that's dumb you, you or maybe i'm misremembering but like I don't, yeah because i don't think that's dumb oh cool well I, then i feel it's better because i actually care about that book yeah no. I, wait i care about this book but like i wrote it i wrote it quickly and you know i just had fun with it yeah 
No, I, I... But you're right. There could be improvements made. Yeah. Go ahead. I, and I'm not even critiquing that this was like a... I don't know. Maybe if they would have noticed the del- the delphinium and they were like I th- pushing... Like, we need to get hurt into that or something. Or Okay. Yeah. I just didn't I, like that I, it was an accident. I just thought it would be too similar to... Oh, get her to go behind the, the water fountain. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that. that's what I'm saying. And so that couldn't have worked either. They need to get a power. They need something. These okay, guys but can't. I'm sick keep... of kids just getting powers all the time. Okay, but hashtag they I gave Marty a power. Yeah. Anyway. And hashtag this can't keep happening. Like, <laughs> what's gonna be? They still have a what? Ten line nine more to fight? Not ten? Well, Jordan, they have Italio's on their side. No. <laughs> Jordan. No. There could be several allies. No. <laughs> they're gonna have to fight a lot more. So if all of them are you gonna think fight, they're gonna fight. Let's see. You think they're gonna fight ten more of these things? I think there's a lot of chapters left, and you have a lot to fill. All right. Why? Well, let's. You'll be. Let's. Let's see what happens. Okay. They both celebrated. You know her death. Mm-hmm. Dang, I kind of feel bad. Chasen laughed. That happened really fast. And the. The poor Zekanek. Oh, sorry. Zekanek. Because he says it wrong. Mm-hmm. The two of them looked down at the squashed Zekanek, feeling sorrowful. The Zekanek saved us, Marty smiled, patting Jason on the back in comfort. Which is more than I can say about Italio. He just disappeared. He stopped talking to us right when we needed him. Come on, let's get out of this forest and try to find Sadie. But first... Marty walked a few steps to where Itimzo's goose-spattered hat lay and picked it up. He put it on his head, and surprisingly, the size wasn't too big or too small. It even had a little drawstring to affix tightly to one's chin. He did so. Jason looked stunned. Uh, dude? That's really gross. There's still some... There's still some of her goo on it. But how do I look? Marty asked, tipping the hat like a cowboy. Pretty good, I guess. Perfect, Marty laughed. Then let's go. (laughs) So, some background knowledge for (laughs) the viewers. The past couple of weeks, uh, McKay has been on the lookout for (laughs) a a hat he has as a kid. And I did not know why he was obsessed with the idea of finding this hat again. And I think I might have just discovered why he was looking for that hat no, again. It's, it's completely unrelated. No, I don't know if it's unrelated. It is. This is a black hat. The hat I was looking for is just a straw hat. Hmm. I wanted it for gardening. To shield my eyes. To shield my face. I don't believe it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but... Yeah, those are that's a cute moment. Jason and Marty retraced their steps, running up the sloped pathway from which they had come. Now that the E.T. was off their tails, it was time to stop hiding and get to business. And Kevin's fortress was closer to where they had originally teleported, so they needed to head back in that direction. Sadly, Itelia was still silent. Marty was ticked that the useful E.T. wasn't much help after all, but they had no other choice but to keep going. So onward, the two boys went, grateful for their lives and hopeful that the rest of the journey would be successful. Meanwhile, Kevin's fortress, fifth floor. Something is terribly wrong, a gravelly voice murmured. 
The E.T. slammed its fist down on the square-shaped dinner table, where four fresh meals had been set. Three of the four seats were occupied, but there was one left vacant. Tonight's dinner was a beautiful and succulent plate of pincer bird breast, glazed in the finest mermaid sauce, and a generous helping of mini potatoes. I hated everything you just said. <laughs> just nonsense words. Pincer birds have been mentioned. Mermaids are in the Peter Pan universe. It's nonsense. Remember the Mermaid Cove? Mermaid sauce! <laughs> And Mindy, wait, you're going to love this. And a generous helping of Mindy potatoes. What is that? (laughs) Even for me, this is, I'm sorry. Mindy had been picked up. (laughs) Mindy had been picked up during the 13's brief visit to Earth earlier. And boy, she made a lovely sight. You just tickle, aren't you? <laughs> Mindy Potatoes. <laughs> it's literally just some girl named Mindy. <laughs> There's so many questions like that come up from this. this... One. <laughs> Where does the sauce in the mermaid come from? Two. How do you turn a person into potatoes, honey? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's the ET culture. Okay. It's beyond me. Okay. Oh, I'm so sorry, dear listeners. But it was getting cold. And it made two of the ETs angry. And one ET very, very worried. Oh, Eetle, Eetle, you worry far too much, assured the posh ET, sitting to his side. She's just running a bit late, I'm sure. Besides, she wouldn't want us to wait for her until our dinners get cold. That helps no one. The half-robot E.T. lightly growled under his breath, then resumed in his polite voice. Let's just get started. It's an insult to the chef. Eetle Eetle scratched his long neck with a glowing finger. He supposed his comrade was right but he still couldn't shake the awful feeling that filled within him. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So, the half-robot E.T. is the posh one. Hmm. So he's half-robot. And he's got the, uh... You've already loaded up a lot of characteristics into one E.T. <laughs> what, posh and hat-robot? That's already... Yeah, that's... Already... That's too much? Well, seeing how many other characteristics you can give to other things. Sorry, like, there's like three ETs sitting at a dinner table. It's hard to keep track. I'm trying. <laughs> I know, but you like you've given this one too many already. There's not enough to go around. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the girl one is just girl and Suther. Like <laughs> that's two. That's just as much. I know you're really burning through them. Oh what God. does he tell you? You'll be surprised. <laughs> Italia is just a thing. We haven't even seen him in person. We've just what heard he his voice. He sounded like Carl Urban and he, <laughs> he had red eyes. And he was fl- fiery. Okay. Let's just get started. It's an insult to the chef. Eetle Eetle scratched his long neck with a glowing finger. He supposed his comrade was right. 
but he still couldn't shake the awful feeling that filled within him. I suppose those points are fair, Ito Mechalon. Ito Mechalon. Ito Mechalon is the robot one. That's cool, right? Like Mecha, Ito Mechalon, a robot. I, I guess I, I was. Oh no! Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was happier with what was before because Etel Etel, as a as a robot. I know that's not the robot, but that would have been cool if that was the robot name because it's like a lot of robot names are kind of doubled. Oh, okay. That's why I thought that was going to be Etel. And so Etel so, Mechalon. So if I would have stuck to the norm, you would have been happier. <laughs> no, but Etel Mechalon is. Uh... <laughs> oh my god! I can't win. That's fine. I'm not too offended. Because I was trying to think of, of an E.T. Posh name in England. Oh, you want me to get... Do you want me to get like that? You want me to be like... E.T. E. Sally! You want... that? That's what you wanted her to be named? I predicted Italio, did I not? <laughs> yeah. Telepathic. That, yeah, but that's with their power. That's not... To, that's not affixed to a, a stereotype. I'm not trying to find the stereotype. No, I know, but like you want the robot to be Italian. No, you want the posh to be like Italu. Or I don't know what posh is. No, I don't know what I want the posh one to be. Well, it's Etomechalon. The posh one is Etomechalon, and he's a robot. He's it. half robot. I hate it so much. And then there's Etel Etel. I suppose those points are fair, Etomechalon. Is Etomechalon's power just being a robot? We'll see. Etobacalon. Etunoxidon. <laughs> Go ahead and dig in. You think Etunoxidon is funny? So dumb. Etomacalon and Etunoxidon grinned. Is Etunoxidon a dinosaur? Just shut it! <laughs> is it a dinosaur? We might have to wait till next episode. <laughs> Etomechalon and Etunoxodon grinned and immediately started carving into their pincer bird meat. They were starving. It wasn't every day they got to eat Mindy potatoes. There just weren't as many Mindy's these days as there used to be. (laughs) Indeed. It was a delightful and fortunate feast of food in front of him. (laughs) But Etel Etel couldn't simply relax and enjoy. Not even after finishing a glass of DD wine. Danger Delphinium. Mm. So they can, they can, they can, uh. I thought it was gonna be a DD. Like, not a DDs either. No, they can, uh, make the Danger Delphinium into a wine if they're, if they're super careful. Right. It's a delicacy. Edel Edel looked at the empty seat across from him and gripped his knife tightly in his left hand. The hand that wore a wedding band. Aww. End of chapter. Oh. Uh-oh. Who do you think he's waiting for at that fourth seat? Mm, I don't know. There's so many girl characters for it to be. be. Uh, man, I don't know. Ooh, married man. Yeah, it's the girl E.T. <laughs> it's E.T. So you think? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. You're, you're probably right. Yeah, that, that, that can't be the Hail Mary theory. <laughs> That's not a Hail Mary theory. Hail That's Mary literally the- just putting one plus one. Hail Mary theory is that one dinosaur sounding one is a dinosaur ET. <laughs> I, I honestly can't remember right now off the top of my head, which is probably best because I, I have a bad poker face. Mm-hmm. So I, so you think E2 Noxodon is some sort of dinosaur? 
I don't know, some weird mutant dinosaur ET. I don't know. No, that's a good guess. Whatever the... I don't know. So yeah, that is the end of chapter 9. We've got four more to go. 10, mm. 11, 12, and 13. Exciting. That was a... Uh, the mini potatoes just... I <laughs> really tickled yourself, <laughs> just, didn't you? There just aren't as many Mindy's as there used to be. <laughs> that's right. I only know one Mindy. <laughs> no, I know two Mindy. Mindy Kaling, too. Oh, no. I hope she's okay in this watch, universe. Watch out, Mindy Kaling. Anyway, that was the chapter. We hope you enjoyed. We hope you're glad to be back with us. So a lot of... I love that we're... I mean, I'm personally excited to... We're getting... We're, like, diving into the more ETs. Um, do you think those the ETs dining were... Oh, I guess it did say they were part of the 13. Never mind. Scratch that. I was going to ask you if you think they're part of the 13. That's five. Uh, so, so six of the 13. So we've got so Etrazio. He's... Crispio. Etrazio, Eteldio, Etim... Etimzo. Etimzo. Etel, Etel, Etrazodon, Etronmedal. No, now I have to start out. So there's... there's... I get everything until the dinosaur and robot. Yeah, they get they get more complicated. So, Etrazio was first, the fire. Um, Etelio was the voice. He has tele- telepathic abilities. Etimzo, laser beams. Bye-bye. Etel, Etel, uh, mysterious... Posh Married ro- gentleman. Posh robot. Posh robot, Etomechalon. And then the mysterious Etunoxodon. We'll have to see. So that was crap. I was I was counting on my hands, but then I reset my hand shape. Wait, wait. Uh, Enoxodon, not only is he a dinosaur, he, his power is poison. Oh, really? Okay. Because, like, not. Is that your, is that your uh, Hail Mary theory? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Jordan's Hellmary theory is that Etunoxodon is a dinosaur ET and also has the ability of poison. We shall see. Maybe like that one uh, dinosaur from the first one. From Jurassic first... Park. Okay. Oh, the one that has like the... <sighs> and then like yeah. spits the thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love those. Those are cool. Yeah, that was really cool. Anyway, I think that's good. I think we're, we're, we're ready to close it up here and you'll hear our sweet voices once more on the next episode. And you can hear um, our sweet text. You can see it. You can it. read our sweet you voices can read it. in text format. Uh, on our socials. That's ReadWritePod on Twitter. Reading Write Writings on Facebook and Instagram. ReadWritePod.com for the archive. Send us an email at ReadWritePod at gmail.com. Yes, indeedy, sweetie. Thank you. Anyway, my name's McKay Nielsen. I'm Jordan Hansen. Be happy and stay creative. Bye. Bye.